Welcome back to season two of the 2NL podcast. Yes, this week we are going to be talking about authorship and Black entrepreneurship. We from Texas, baby. Big Texas. <laughs> Two best friends Texas. 20 plus years of friendship. Streaming from the West Coast to the East Coast. But we all about our business. We talking relationships, friendships, and business, and money and fun. So one thing we suggest is you get you some. Tootin' Nail Podcast. The Tootin' Nail Podcast. We from Texas, baby. Yeah. We from Texas, baby. What's up, TNN fam? Welcome back to the Tootin' Nail Podcast. This is our Woo-hoo! second season. We yes. are back. It's been a minute, and I've been missing the podcast. Like, I've been missing getting my my stuff out there been missing talking to y'all and everything like that what's up nelly tell them what we're talking about today what's going on too yes i'm excited so today we are bringing in season two talking about black entrepreneurship black businesses black owners everything black yes we are talking about that today and i'm excited to be back for season two period i miss yes (laughs) (laughs) i miss you know our our weekly recordings um just to you know, just be podcasting with you too, you know, mm-hmm. just because even like through our first season, just even though we're close, it's just one of those things we just become closer, even, you know, over time. And because we have scheduled meetings with one another, it just makes it even better. So I'm glad to be back and glad to be on this podcast with you again. Yes, love. I love it. I love, love yes. it. Mm-hmm. How have you been? Is there anything new going on in your life? Like everything good? What's going on? Life is lifing. Um, but you know what? Again, are, are you in the I'm, hood, the adulthood, where it's ghetto as fuck? Not quite. <laughs> okay. We're moving into that. <laughs> We're moving into that. But I, um, I'm not gonna complain at all because I feel like if life wasn't lifing, then you know, in everything that I'm doing from day to day, it wouldn't allow me to grow stronger. And the things that you know I aspire to do, you know, even with my family, you know, just all of that. So if it wasn't lifing, um. I don't know what you what you're doing. You know, I, I wouldn't know yeah. what, what I was doing, but life is lifing. Um, something new. That's uh, my boo will be coming home soon. Eee, yes, because last in season one, uh, he was deployed. He yeah. still is technically, um, but he will be home by the time this podcast is out. So oh, I'm excited about that. Yes. And another new theme, um, home life changes we have our bonus son here living with us so that is also exciting so um Mm -hmm. you know just being a mother of all boys and then having you know our bonus son coming to live with us this year to go to school with his brothers and everything it's it's been a transition but it's been an amazing transition that I love I love having him here he's excited Mm -hmm. to be here so I'm I'm loving it and then another update for of course my middle baby uh, we didn't share a lot, or I never really went into detail about him and his admission, but I'm definitely open to share a little bit about that. But the good thing about him is even though he, he so for our listeners, he is technically in what we would call a residential treatment facility. So he is receiving more intensive care, not only just mentally, but physically, medically, everything all the way around. 
Um, maybe within the season, we may get into it a little bit. But um, the update on him is that he is actually doing really well. This evening, I got to talk to him. And the crazy thing is, is that not crazy, but the um, the thing that I love the most about our conversation tonight is that immediately when we got on the phone, he asked me to read the Bible to him. And I said, what do you want me to read? And he was like, Noah's Ark. Can you read Aww. that? So I love, I've always, <laughs> Noah's Ark has always been one of my favorite stories in the Bible alongside yeah. Job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to read that to him um, in a version that he can understand was really, really good. So that is all about life. And um, I'll get more into career stuff when we get into this podcast so, okay well i, I do got some good news so what yeah. about you give me the well first of all i want to i want to applaud you on sharing uh an intimate detail on your life about your son uh about thank jackson you. my godson you guys yes, um you. i applaud you on sharing that because that's that's a really hard and tough subject but i know you've you've had platforms where you can talk on this so it's gotten easier for you but i do applaud you for sharing that with this audience and I saw the boys' pictures today, or what, yesterday or today, their school pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, they look so freaking handsome. Thank I was you. Like, oh, my God, my boys. <laughs> so um, with me, um, so first of all, my two boys, you know, I'm a boy mom, too. Yes. Um, first of all, Booby, he has uh, two jobs now. Oh, um, and he has, I'm a hustler. I'm, right. I'm a hustler. You already know my baby like me. Look, I'm yes. looking at his sign on my desk. My sign on my desk says hustle. That yes. is Booby all the way. He gets that from his mama, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's got his two jobs. And then he's um he's got this other job. He's um they're they're mentoring him and kind of guiding him into work it. It's uh he's gonna be selling these these products like for health. They're all vegan products, they're they're for health and lifestyle, facial products, stuff like that. So he's gonna be selling with them. But this company, they're not just trying to sell to people, they also want to mentor. Um, people that work with them. So they don't just hire people on like Mm -hmm. a pyramid scheme or anything like that. They actually mentor people and teach them about life, money, family, relationships, all types of things. So that's amazing. Yeah, I'm happy for him. And then he's also in the gym with my my homegirl, Michelle. Michelle, Yeah, you know, Michelle be in the gym. And when Booby first started working out, he wasn't as strong. But Booby, man, hold up, like... (laughs) He is in the gym getting it. So I'm yes. so proud of him. He's I am like too. lifting heavy weight. And, you know, Michelle, she ain't easy. So she got him doing planks, which is the one thing he hates doing. So she's mm-hmm. going to make him do it every time he works out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Getting then, stronger. You know, his strength itself. That's so good. Yeah. And, and he's so go- good. He's training with her too. Right. And he goes every day or every day that he can. And on right. the days that he has to work, he'll stay the night over there. So that way he can get his early morning work in instead of waking up early in the morning to go drive 30 minutes to her. He'll stay the night over there, get his early morning work in and then drive to work. So, wow, that's dedication. Yeah, yeah, he on it. That is dedication. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Yes. Love and it. then Ashan, he just started school. Yes. Um, he just started on Monday, so he's doing that. And then he um, he wants to join football. So I'm looking for a football coach for him because you know Sean, he works out at home. So Sean, he he's strong already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's working out, doing that stuff. And then with me, I'm just trying to get these businesses up and running. I just uh, bid on a government contract. So y'all pray that I get this because, yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. So I am trying to get these government contracts moving so that way I can make more money to feed into my other businesses and whatever I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So Yes. Y'all heard her. She said businesses plural okay yes hell yeah businesses plural yes hell yeah Mm -hmm. okay but yeah i'm going good and i got a new boo i'm gonna go see him on friday which i'm super excited about yes Yes. (laughs) and then that's pretty much it about me Mm -hmm. it seems like so like even though you and i know when we ended you know season one um that it has not been a long time Mm -hmm. But it's just like within a matter of like three months, how so much in life can change, you know, for for us. So it just seems like so. And I know that's just a small bit of things that has been going on in our lives. It just it just seemed like so much in a small amount of time. So, right. I'm I'm playing these snippets back in my head, like everything that went on since the last podcast, like it's been so much going on and my life and so like so many different memories and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's crazy like it don't even it feels like it was so long ago but it it's only been a few months yeah exactly so but it's good to hear everything is is good you know yeah. everything is good and I know with good there's always going to be challenges mm-hmm. but For the sure. just the excitement and the happiness that you have and everything that you share that's just amazing because it that just means that if there are challenges or if there are hills or mountains, whatever, that you're overcoming them and that you're still joyful about the process and where yeah. you're going with, with so. your goals and stuff. So, so. that's yep. what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Yes, yes. So it's good to catch up, catch up. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've always liked about, you know, season one is that having our gripe of the week, you know, For we sure. still got the gripe of the week. We still yes, we got did. it. You know, so do you got one too? I sure do. Oh, oh, give it to us then. <laughs> it ain't like that, but I'm I'm saying like I went to go get my nails done, right? Uh-huh. Okay. All I wanted was um a fill and no color change and uh, a few of my nails broke. So I wanted those fixed. Mm-hmm. The lady, she said it was gonna cost me like fifty dollars, okay? So the lady, she said, well, we have to take all your nails off for the design that you want. So I'm like, okay, cool. So she took all my nails off, did a full set and uh, did my little designs and everything like that. I get up to the cashier. Why the fuck? My bill, $215. Hold up. What? (laughs) And the crazy thing is, is because I'm asking her how much all of this is going to cost me. She flat out ignored me. Now I, I wasn't thinking of that up, nothing of it, but I didn't think my my nails was gonna be two hundred and fifteen dollars. I was like, "What the fuck?" Two hundred and fifteen, Nelly, two hundred and fifteen, and then I still had to tip this broad. To where did you to go to get her. your nails done? Did you go to like Platinum Beauty and Spa? Like, like <laughs> where did you go? <laughs> I never even heard of that. <laughs> it ain't for real. That's why I'm saying oh, like it's girl. unimaginable. That's why I'm saying $215. I would never even imagine even you know, a full set. You know, okay, this is the thing. So they charged me for a full set, which I looked at the price, it was like $95. Then they charged me for $25 for um nail art. Nail okay. art. And then there was um something else they charged me for but then I called them I said how come y'all charge me so much this ain't adding up so she told me that the um the three I have 3d art because I got these my nails are clear they add these flowers which it shouldn't be that much to me but they charge that much I just didn't realize how much it would cost me 
You know what I'm saying? And then wow. every every little uh, cubic zirconia stud costs money too. And I got like two, four, six, eight, sixteen on my nails. So oh they charge for gosh. every single one of those. I was like, never again, Lord Jesus, like never again. I'm never wow. going back there. I will do that shit wow. myself. That's why I do my nails myself. They do be you for every fucking thing? Yes. Do you? So a lot of women have gone um to using press on nails, and yeah, I think they make a them lot so of much them, better now. Yeah, because of of course the pandemic and nail shops closing, or even after you know, even though we're still kind of in the pandemic, post pandemic, um, folks were charging a lot more for like materials because it was taking a long time yeah. um, to get things in, or just the that. cost of everything even today mm-hmm. is going up on stuff so the charge the charge now is a lot higher it ain't 95 dollars here in virginia and i'm like for a full set yeah oh my gosh wow wow but yeah. i i get it but i like the fact that um even a lot i've seen a lot of military women doing press on nails too because yeah. they can change them and you know put them on on the weekend you know because if you of course if you're not in the military for our listeners we only can wear certain colors, certain lengths, yeah. um, and they only can look like a certain way. So you can get French manicure, uh, but they can't be like super pointy, you know, just different things like that. So a lot of women will do the uh, press on nails because they can wear them on the weekend and be who they want to be and then pop them off and wear just the regular nails during the week when they're in uniform. So, yeah. wow. Yeah, I would stick to press on nails. Yeah, and I, and I definitely do that. I got the gel nail polish at my house. I got all the little diamond studs and all types of different things. So I can get like clear nails or whatever nails and just polish them if I want to, or just wear the ones that are already designed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 215. <laughs> yeah. Girl, that Matt. is no gripe. That's a, I don't even know what to call it. Matt, look, look, we came home. He was like, oh, let me see your nails. I was like, yeah, look at them. Look at them. And I'm like, I saw a booby. I said, I don't even like them. And Booby's like, why? And I was like, because this is not $215 worth of nails. Like, if you see them, they cute, but they ain't that cute. You know what I'm saying? They ain't $215 oh worth of cute. Like, $215, I want my nails to be fucking diamond studded out or right. something. Like, this ain't, this ain't ain't that. Yeah. Right. This ain't that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, I digress because I'm getting hot all over again. What is your gripe of the week or day Man. or whatever? So my gripe is, and it's a, it's a, it's, it's probably on me. And, and, and so I'm going to take accountability for that. So, oh, you know what? I didn't even mention that life change. So I'll mention a life change in my gripe. So I have um, recently made a change in my position within the military. So sadly, okay. sadly. I am no longer a first sergeant. Oh, my time there has, you know, come okay. to an end. Expire. Um, yeah. Well, I don't want to say expire. You know, it's just come to oh, an okay. end for that period of time. Um, mm-hmm. and so uh, I did. I did serve what almost six long years as a first sergeant, which I love, love, love. But of course, if I want to get somewhere or where I aspire to, you know, be in the military and just kind kind of like broaden different things about my experience or not my experience, but my leadership abilities and everything like that within the military, I yeah. had to end that chapter for a little bit and go through a new one. So I will soon be a new inspector general. Oh, 
Yes. <laughs> so I love it. In that, so in the position that I, I'm, I'm in, we call them like, um, it's like an IMA program. So there's different, it's, there's a real acronym for it. And there, there's oh. the, the one that people will say, um, I'm alone. Um, there's all different yeah. kind of acronyms that people will use for it. And I definitely will go with that I'm alone, but not really, because I do know that there's help out there. But I've never had to be the like the the, like the, pers- the personalist. Yeah, like I do. I do everything. Like I uh, submit my orders when I have somebody who did my orders mm-hmm. for me. You yeah. know, so yeah, <laughs> having to do that process, and I don't know a thing. I mean, I know where I get them from, but I don't know a thing about doing it. Yeah, right. So, I have find- you reached out to anybody? Oh that yes, does yeah, and, and, okay, and yes, and help is on the way. Help, help was on the way. So thankfully. Yeah. that I didn't have to wait a long time to get the right help but it's just one of those things and this is not only just a gripe but even just a teachable moment for anyone that you know wants to transition from different types of components in the military like reserve guard IMA you know different components like that yeah. um, just to to even in your position that you're in to learn about those things because if you're you're in the reserves or your guard Orders is a big part of what we do and how we perform our work and our training. So learn that process, uh, no matter what, no matter if you're doing it or you're not doing it, learn that process. Because for me, and I've been serving for a little bit over 22 years, having to do it myself, and it was such a big learning curve for me, I was just like wanting to just throw the computer. Just, mm. oh my gosh, just throw the computer. So I'm about a week away from when I go um, in, um, on military orders. Okay. And today I'm having to modify my orders cause I didn't do it right. And I'm just like, mm. so pissed off. Aww. Talk about a gripe. I just wanted to be like, I don't even want to go no more, but I know, I know I need to, you know, but it's just like, this is, this is, uh, I was just so frustrated. I was like, this cannot be this hard. <laughs> and now I got to get certain types of approval to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, this is mayhem. Just cut it just I'm, I'm griping I'm upset I'm pissed you know yeah but again like I said there's a le- there's a lesson in that and just saying like I should I should have learned this stuff a long time ago or okay. got interested in um, this process you know because again why, like, why learn it a long time ago because you never knew you was gonna be in this position because the reason why I'm saying that is because like say for instance there we do have our own orders clerk um, mm-hmm. that actually does the orders for us but I know what my training and my schedule should look like when I'm submitting a, t- a certain type of request to have my orders cut a certain way. Yeah. And so if you don't know that process, then it'll be hard to ask certain kind of questions, get clarity on certain types of things, um, because you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. so that's why I'm saying just familiarize yourself with the process, period, not the whole in-depth process of how to do it but just familiarize yourself with the process so in the event you are in a position like mine and you have to do it you at least have some type of knowledge on how to how to a little bit of knowledge you know enough to ask certain questions to get where you need to be with the process itself so that's Mm -hmm. why I'm saying that okay yeah so it's just taking longer than I expected you know Mm -hmm. and you know how I am with certain things and you know, when it gets close to certain times and I feel like I'm just like, like I said, I'm a week away. 
and I just oh just cringing at myself about it so yeah Yeah. it's a gripe it's a gripe so I know so how does it work with your IMA job and your other job the um the job you took on will will you be on orders for a certain amount of time and then go back to your other job or is it just you're gonna quit that job and just do IMA so when you say my other job, are you talking about my full-time job or? Mm-hmm. Yep, your full-time no, job. No, so so it's almost similar like the, the reserve. I go, on, I go on orders for a certain amount of time, then I come back. And okay. so as an IMA, it's just a little bit different because predominantly I'm, I'm attached to more like a, uh, an active duty unit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, when you were in active duty, um, we had them when I was active duty where we had IMAs that came to train with us mm-hmm. and they knew different parts of their job um, different parts about, you know, the medical side and they would go do work in different areas. So they yeah. were attached to more like an active duty unit, come train mm-hmm. with us and then um, go back home like a reservist. Yeah. yeah. I, when I've worked with IMAs as mm-hmm. a contractor, like yeah. when I was working uh-huh. as a contractor, yeah. I worked with IMAs and they would be there for a while yes. doing their job. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of them will can, can be on for a while, like a long time or some of them like myself, will go on for a period of time and then go off. So it's not, I mean, it's, it, there, it is still a big commitment, but it's not like that every weekend, you know, every first weekend of the month. Um, it's not like that. My schedule is just a little bit, I have a little bit more autonomy and how I create my schedule when I go on orders. Okay. That's, and up. that's, and at this point in my career, I'm, I, I'm grateful for that. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll speed up your time. Right. Like I guess yes and no because you know how however often yeah. I still have like but as a as a new like an inspector you still have so many inspections that you have to do a year mm-hmm. for this for this type of position so you still have to still meet certain types of requirements but it's just when you do them and and how you schedule them out so okay yeah that's what's up mm-hmm. sorry my oh. gripe turned into a long learning lesson story right no you good you good. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that sucks, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's awesome that you got the position, but it does suck that you have to learn all this stuff because it can be frustrating. I I get that. I have those moments where I'm just like, okay, fuck all this. Like, I'm done. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, just give your time to just step away and just be like, woosa, Mm -hmm. figure out how to get this done. Talk to whoever you need to talk to because there's people out there to help you. And then get back to it. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And that's what I had to do. I had to just sit back, relax, take a break, and then go back at it again. Yeah. You know, because it would, you know, you know how you can never just accomplish anything frustrated because it just seems like everything else messes up. Right. When you're Hell in that, yeah. that state of mind. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Let's get into the topic. Nelly. Yes. Yes. So we're, today we're talking about our, both me and Janelle, we are authors. Uh, Janelle is a two time author, two time best selling author. Thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and so we're talking about our author. What is it? Authorship. Uh, authorship. Authorship. And I our think, entrepreneur. I mean, if not, we created the word. We got it. <laughs> I know we're gonna trademark that, right? And then our entrepreneurship. Um, mm-hmm. Both of us, we have our own uh, businesses. Um, mine are. I'm still in the works with mine, but I do have my um, business license for my book and whatever else um, individually I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, Nellie. 
Yes. She has her nonprofit. Yes. So uh, Janelle, what I want to know from you is what inspired you to become an entrepreneur or just start your own business and just get into doing something on your own? Well, so to start, what what inspired me more than anything is my story and my my experience of parenting a child with multiple mental health challenges as well as some medical diagnosis. So I knew that if my story looked a certain way when it comes to challenges or being a parent and not knowing how to parent a child um, in the way that they need you to parent them, that there Mm -hmm. were gonna be other folks out there that was not necessarily having the same challenge as mine, but having a similar challenge, or it was just hard, period finding resources. What do I need to know? How do I care for my child? You know, you all those, all those things when, when this is something new to you as, as a mom. So I created the nonprofit, which is William is artistic to really kind of share my story as a testimony and hope and encouragement to other families that there, there are resources out there. Um, and it, and it's more so when it comes to the special education process or the individualized education program or IEP process when trying to get your child the proper education based on their needs. And so because of that challenge and how hard it was for me to get my son into not only just the proper classroom, but the proper school where he could learn and thrive just like every other child there or every other student, um, it was hell trying to do it. And you Mm -hmm. know, yeah. You've seen it, you know, yeah. you've seen the hard nights, you've seen the, the, not just within the school, but just even as a parent, not wanting to go out in public, just yeah. so much of my life was consumed of learning my son and really trying to parent him the way that he needed me to. So not only does my nonprofit help parents through the special education process, like help them navigate through that process to make it a lot easier for them because of my plight, but also being able to share my son's story and interest in art when it comes to him understanding his autism spectrum disorder diagnosis and how he is able to share himself and communicate his needs. And if he is having a moment or is having a challenge at that time, he how we utilize art as not only as a calming factor, but just even as a tool to help my son through the multiple diagnosis and um, his challenges with his mental health. So we have within William is Artistic, we have the special education where we help families and the artistic creation social support for our special needs children. And I'm not just, just for children on the spectrum, but just children who have special needs or disabilities. We have the artistic creation social support because you and I know we grew up in a school where there were diverse types of children, not yeah. only just within race, but just also within disabilities that were just walking around normal and yeah. never did we kind of like, you know, shun them or, or anything. They were just within our regular environment. And it has changed so much over the years that not a lot of kids are exposed to children with disabilities. And so that what with that, they feel secluded or isolated from the general population or the general student population. And so that artistic creation social support tries to bridge that gap and allow them that social support. And so they that, that they can, you know, communicate socially or even just thrive with their peers in that environment. And that's what we do. So 
my own story is really what inspired me to mm. create the nonprofit organization, William is Artistic. And what I forgot to add even in there too, is that along with the nonprofit, I also formed my LLC to be able to do what I do with helping families navigate that special education process. So that was a kicker is how do you, you know, and, and I get it a lot of times is like, how are you able to pay yourself? Not only can you make sure that you establish that within your bylaws of a nonprofit, but mm-hmm. also creating an LLC that can service your nonprofit is another way that go. you can pay yourself. So that's, that's and yeah, my LLC is J Brown specialized educational services. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm able to help families um, navigate that special education process. Yeah. That's so dope. Cause I know like it, it's, it's hard trying to figure out what avenue to take when it comes to your child. Like mm-hmm. so, something's going on with my child, but I don't know who to talk to. I don't know where to go. You know what I'm saying? But you right. are that go-to person. Like you have all the answers or most of the answers. And if I don't, how, I know yeah. how to help you find them. Exactly. You you teach them how to n- navigate through this system and how to get your child exactly what they need. Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Thank yeah, that's you. That's my girl right there. I appreciate it. Yes. And I want to get into these businesses. I mean, I know I'm your best friend and I know about some of them. Um, and even though I didn't sign a non-disclosure, you know, I'm just playing. But no, um, share with, you know, our our listeners um, about your businesses, because I know that you you are dabbing, dabbling into a couple different types of ventures. Um, But I want you to share with them about your business or your, your business that you're forming, um, that you will soon launch. So, um, I do have my IT consulting business. Um, I, the, the goal for that one is to get a government contract, um, with employees that'll be able to work that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but while I'm doing that, I'm working other, I'm trying to get, um, contracts, uh, with the government for different things. So that way I can, um, take the money from that and um, finance that business. So that's what I've been working on. And then I also have my book that I wrote, My Curly Hair, yes. with my with my brother. And we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have my LLC for um, short-term rentals or long-term rentals with my best friend, Maya, and my son, Booby. Um, I want both of my boys to be privy to the business aspect. I want both of them to be entrepreneurs. So both of them are in school taking business classes. And um, I I want them to follow my lead and just get Mm -hmm. into the business and stuff like that. Sean always comes with me with different ideas, trying to get into business and stuff like that. And I just want to be able to support him. So, So that's what I have going on. Yes. I'm, and just a hand clap. I, we don't got no sound effects, but just a hand clap for that because um, we didn't come from this kind of life, you know, no. mm-hmm. and for you to want this for your boys, not only are you helping them learn to create multiple streams of income, but the legacy um, that you are creating within you and your boys to, to yeah. that's going to continue to monetize and create, you know, continue to build um, is amazing. Yeah, you know, so I I commend you for that, and and because they're black boys, even more so, I'm I'm proud of that because, you know, like we're talking about black entrepreneurship, that we know that they're out there, but without you know marketing, word of mouth, 
um, and just getting yourself out there. Not many people know what type of black businesses are out there. So just even opening your boys up to that and the fact that they're in school, you know, taking those classes so they can become, you know, sole business owners themselves is just amazing. So, yeah, well, I appreciate it. Good on you. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I got I got some other things I'm trying to do, too, but um, that I don't have LLCs for them. And we're it's, it's just in the works. Like there's so many things that can be done, so many ways to make money. Mm-hmm. So just trying to get to it. Um, I also want to start doing Turo because that's a good way to uh, bring in money to finance other things too. What's Turo? I'm sorry. Turo? So mm-hmm. Turo, Turo is where you can put your car on uh, for rent. Um, like a, like it's like enterprise, but you're putting your car like you know how Airbnb is for, for like, homes for mm-hmm. hotels. Mm-hmm. So Turo is like enterprise you just let like let somebody else rent your car so what i'll be doing is i'll be getting another car to rent out to other people so like if folks come in from out of town especially Mm -hmm. because you're in a big tourist hub um that need a rental car and like especially i don't know what it is i don't know why post-pandemic like and if you've had tried to get a rental car when you go somewhere that they're like half of them don't have anything Really? Um, yeah, heck yeah. There was a point oh, in time where it was just hard to get a rental. Um, and so not I really didn't know the reason behind it, but the fact that you're in a big tourist hub that folks, you know, if they want to either get a rental car, sometimes prices are a lot higher or that they don't have it at all. So it's so good that they are even building a company similar to like the Airbnb where people can go into different city states and yeah. do and do that, rent somebody's car for the time being, you know. Yeah. People make good money off of that too. Oh, I bet like, they do. I, I know somebody with like six cars, oh six, six of his own cars, just renting them out. Wow. And some people, they have their own lots, their own Turo car lots and stuff like that, where they, they making good money on that. And they're oh like, it's a system. Like the guy I know that has the six cars, he has another friend that does Turo as well. So they help each other out. When he has to take one of his cars to the airport or to wherever somebody's going to pick it up, his boy is there picking him up from wherever the drop spot is. Wow. So it's like, it's a really good system. So you just got to figure out how you want to do it. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And, and speaking of which, because, you know, with, with, with this podcast was because we're talking about black entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is that how creative people have become with, mm-hmm. with business I wanted to just share um, a statistic in regard uh, regarding you know black black businesses or self employed black uh, people as that currently and this is uh, as of current February twenty twenty two that we have here in America one point two million African Americans that are self employed and owning their own business you know which I think is amazing that's yeah. a, that's a huge number and even though it's it, it when I was doing the research it said that black black owned businesses t- did take a big hit during the pandemic mm-hmm. that it is now on the rise that people are actually you know what what I would say is basically establishing an LLC because what what we do know is that there's so many black businesses out there that we can, can call a business but mm-hmm. if you're not incorporated sometimes it's hard for people to find what services or whatever it is that you provide in your business 
when you're not incorporated. So right. when you're incorporated, it's like they can count on, they can count us, you know? And so as I'm assuming, you know, especially post pandemic is that one, now folks are actually incorporating their businesses, you know, because there's yeah. so many different reasons why you should. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we become a lot more creative in the businesses that we are building within our community. So that that's really, really good too. So yeah. I just really wanted to share that and that if folks are listening that are out there that want to establish a business or just don't know how, go to like where uh, your workforce, uh, that's what we would call it. That's what I would call it. Like your either your, your city or your state workforce and go to those small business owner type classes. Sometimes it's free to get a lot of courses, information of the how to incorporate or establish a business and then how to process your paperwork for your your businesses, not only just an LLC, but also a nonprofit, you know, a sole, with the sole proprietor, you know what I meant, you know, yeah. <laughs> all of those things on how to establish a business. Because again, like I said, they can't count us if we don't count ourselves, right. you know, by following the right type of paperwork. So I just really wanted yeah. to share that. And then also just tell us, hey, incorporate your business, let people know you out there let people know what it is that you provide, whatever service it is or what you do, um, whether it's products or service, mm-hmm. what have you, put it out there, you know, yes. because we we are pushing, you know, buy black, you know, buy within the black community, you know, mm-hmm. have some diversity in your buying or whatever it is. And if you're not incorporated, some people, you know, not that not to say that they won't buy from you, but sometimes that that credibility or you don't have that credibility within your business. So some people won't buy, you know? Yeah. 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 But I do got a question for you too, when it comes to black businesses, do you feel that we support one another enough when it comes to black owned businesses or black entrepreneurs? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, first of all, black people, we, we we don't support each other enough, but that's the way Massa raised us. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's, that's, I don't want to bring no attention to that. We, we, <laughs> we're not yeah. going to get into all that, but right. pre- pretty much Black people, the history shows that Black people have been um, known to be separated from each other or not. Turn, um, turn against each other. Yeah, turn against each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We were, But I, you know, when, when somebody has a Black business, business, I'm always, I'm all for it. I'm all right. for it. And I don't mind, I don't mind supporting my people. I don't mind supporting anybody. But when you show me that you, like, I, I feel like sometimes people don't know how to run their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying this for black people. I'm just saying this for anybody. Like, if you don't know how to run your business, you're not going to get uh, your customers like you want, or you won't keep customers. So you have to learn how to run that business and the customer service has to be on point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you say you're going to ship something, ship it out. If you can't ship it, let somebody know the reason why you couldn't ship it, but we will get it to you soon. I respect that more than you just ghosting me. Not responding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I support my black businesses. I support anybody one time that one time, if the, if, the the customer service, the shipping, everything was on point. I'm back. I'm a, I'm a loyal customer. I will stick around. Right. Mm-hmm. But the moment because I've I've dealt with black business owners, um, 
you know, there was a friend of mine a few years ago. She had her own business selling her own clothes and shoes. And she's, I was going to ask she, you about that. You remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> you came to Texas with some heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she had her, she had her, I was in Las Vegas. She had her business in Texas. Mm-hmm. I bought some shoes from her. I never received them. And I kept coming back to her like, why haven't I, why haven't I received my shoes? And she, she kept giving me excuses and then she started ignoring me. And I was like, look, just give me my refund. And she said, okay, I'll get it to you. And then it took, I think it took a whole year for me to get my goddamn shoes. I even went to Texas and I was like, like, look, I'm ready to roll to Austin. I'm ready to go to the store. I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was my young mind thinking y'all. Okay. I was mm-hmm. still young. Eventually I got my money back, but that that's what I'm talking about. Like be honest and open and honest with people. And if you can't provide the service, give the money back. Right. That's right. it. Don't be trying to take people's money and don't fucking pay them. That's right. the shit that be piss, pissing me off. Don't play with my money. Okay. Right. But, right. but I'm saying like, if you have a business, learn how to run it, learn how to be, come with a good customer service, mm-hmm. learn how to stay in communication with people. Right. Right. That's the only thing, but yeah, but I, I feel like you should support your black businesses. Right. I love my black businesses. I, I think so I know too. some great business owners. They're awesome. Amazing. I go right. to them all the time. Right. I, I like, I think we should too. I think we should always diversify our spending um, because this, this is just me. This is just an example because I know for myself and, and, and you can answer a question. I know I'm, I, I buy a lot from Fashion Nova. Yes. Um, so whatever whatever company you support the most have you ever had issues with them no well i so i like sizing issues but like i'll send it back and they give my money back or give me fashion over credit mm-hmm. yeah and that's no real that's, issues with them that's that's what i'm posing the question for so for our listeners is to kind of think about that that i know that some people have had issues with other companies outside of black companies mm-hmm. and they still will go back and go yeah. back. Yep. Right. And so I, I'm just saying because of um in my and I'm assuming that you've extended some sort of grace because you went back. Yeah. Um, just to like you said to is that you you extended grace that hey sometimes because you you got to understand that there's humans behind these mm-hmm. businesses and because of that human factor that some things will go wrong and it's okay. Um, and everything is not always going to be perfect when people are running a business, you know, exactly. we're not robots. The thing about it, but the thing about it is I was able to communicate with them. They were able to communicate with me back. Right. It, and it didn't, yes. Like they didn't ghost me. You it get didn't, yeah. It didn't resort into them not responding or you having to fight back and forth. You know, yes. it was, it was the customer service that brought you back. Exactly. Right. Even with, with me and my book, like shipping my books out, sometimes um, I think there was like one time I didn't get, get the book out on time or something happened. And um, I, I reached out to the customer right away and I told them, hey, look, I just realized I, I didn't ship the order out, but it it's going to get to you uh, next day. Like I shipped it as fast as I could because I wanted to keep that customer around. Right. Or, right. or keep that customer like, like, I don't know, just. You or, know? or or because a word of mouth is big. Yeah, word of mouth. That's what word, I, I word of mouth. That's is what I meant big. to say. And so somebody would see that person with the book. Oh, who bought that book? Yeah. And let me tell you, people will remember what what you did wrong before they remember what you did right. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that 
you know, you were able to communicate with that person, um, the first thing that's going to still come to their mind is that, hey, yeah, this is a good book. They're going to share that instead of saying, no, nah, don't don't buy, you know, it took forever. It's because you actually communicate it to that person mm-hmm. versus just not, you know, and they're not knowing when they're going to get the, the book or anything like that. So that's really big, too, is that continue to communicate. That's part of yeah. customer service. Yeah. It is OK. And I'm going to tell you for myself, because I I wrote William is Artistic in in that in during that time where everything was taking extra long to ship yeah not only just to ship but the production of my book took forever a lot of my people who supported mm-hmm. and purchased my book did not get their book until my book went came out probably towards the end of September beginning of October and that's a lot still of going people on, didn't Janelle. get in their get it in their hands until December or after yeah I have a friend that just wrote a book and her book took forever to come in the mail. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, but I bet this is the thing. And, and, and what I did was I continued communicating to my people. Yes. Not only that, I had to find something in there to even produce more of a marketing tool for myself mm-hmm. because I knew I had people waiting. And when it comes to people's money, even if it's the $5 bill, people are going to want to know the what about their dog their their money no matter what and right. so what I did was I added an incentive because people were so patient I didn't get griping customers or anybody where's my book you know I did get people to ask but they were still very graceful very nice and kind when they asked about the book and when I explained to them what was going on I didn't get well send me my money back I still have yeah. people who supported me for those long months of waiting for my book because I that was that's where you know your, your true supporters um and people that actually want to support what it is that you have in your business, that they still waited and didn't have no griping issues. They didn't badmouth me. They didn't do yeah. anything. Rightfully so. Some some people I do. I would say that if it takes a long time for a product to get there, I'm I'm okay with that. It's just how how do I you know not not necessarily combat that, but how do I communicate that or speak to that situation because I added an incentive. And not only did I ship my books out, I added paint pictures along with yes. paint to go along with it that they oh, didn't necessarily oh. pay for. But it was just one of those things that I appreciate your patience. Not only that, but the support, even just for purchasing the book. Here's an additive to that. Yeah. So that's something to think about, too. Yeah, that's dope. So, that's but yeah. Dope. But I like I like what you said about the, the you know, about being intentional about purchasing or supporting black companies, Mm -hmm. uh, black entrepreneurs. So, um, and I guess you did kind of answer the question. So you do kind of make an intention or you do try to buy, buy black. Yep. 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 And I got some of my favorite black companies out here, favorite black restaurants out here that I like to eat at Mm -hmm. all the time. And I share them on my Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That is really yeah. good. Cause I think again, like we said, word of mouth is really big. Yeah. So it's like put, you know, if if somebody, you know, especially when it comes to black entrepreneurs, if somebody had good service, a good product, share, share, share. It does not cost you mm-hmm. and every anything time yeah. to share. Even if you didn't buy a, a product, like if you know, you my girl, you my best friend. If yeah. Toot had something, even if it wasn't for me, my I feel like my job my my commitment and my loyalty my respect for my best friend is even just to share and support what it is that she's doing no matter yes. what 
even if it's not for me I want to support her and share because there's somebody that may be connected to me that's not connected directly connected to her that may need what it is that you have so share it doesn't cost it doesn't cost exactly exactly yeah so that's cool but that's so good that is that is really good so with your book my book go back to the book yeah because you actually established a business with your book Mm -hmm. um which a lot of people don't know that you should do that too because it allows you to create even more publications Mm -hmm. right um what encouraged you to write a children's book um so during this the time that i wanted to write the children's book i was going through my natural hair phase Mm -hmm. um but i was still wearing weed because I myself was not confident to rock my natural hair outside the house. You know, um, growing up, my my mom permed my hair and I loved the way it looked. It was straight. It was beautiful. And I always got compliments on how pretty and long my hair was. So during the time that I was going through my natural phase, I would cut my hair and going natural. I just didn't feel as confident because it was very different for me. Mm-hmm. But I also knew uh, little girls that struggled with kids bullying, bullying them about their naturally ha- naturally curly hair, and mm-hmm. they just wanted their hair straight in. So I kind of channeled my inner child and wrote the book. And then I talked to my brother earlier the year that the book was coming out, or the book was being uh, published or whatever. He uh, he was explaining to me how he wanted to write a book, and he was talking about. Uh, his curly headed kids and how much this book is needed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we, so we collaborated and came up with my curly hair. Right. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And the the book is just about a character who, despite her uh, experience, experiencing challenges with her curly hair, such as tangles, frizz, getting out of control. She comes to appreciate it beauty and uniqueness right yes and it's a beautiful book not only just for children but just for everyone in general because not like you said if you had a struggle and and not just necessarily with hair but just with like somebody bullying you or not feeling confident about yourself um this book helps to inspire those things to fall find some of the smallest things to be confident about yeah and that book really kind of takes you through her journey of being fully confident, you know, and loving her hair, you know, and just bragging about her hair. So it just, it gives you that, you know, yes, so, yes. so it is, it is an amazing book. I see why, I see why you all made Amazon's bestseller, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> so in that too, like when you got the news that you, you all, you and uh, your brother made Amazon bestsellers list, what was your initial feeling? What was that like for you? Girl, I was excited. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does that happen? I was like, oh my God, people like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it was amazing. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful feeling. Um, I was ecstatic about it. And you know, I was like, this is this is dope. This is right. dope. I was just excited about it. Mm-hmm. That is so good. What about your brother? What was his feeling like? Oh, he was excited too. I hit wow. him up right away. Uh-huh. He was so happy. He was like, yeah, too. We did that. Mm-hmm. We sure did. Y'all did. Y'all really mm-hmm. did. What about you? Because you are Amazon's bestseller as well. Yeah. So so for my um, book my my that I authored alone, we 
by just a small amount. We did not make the Amazon's bestseller list, but we did make it not not Amazon's bestseller because you have to hit certain points if if you're an author and you know and you did the Amazon bestsellers um, yeah. process before, you know that there's certain markers that you have to hit. But we did do very, very well in our sales with William is Artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about it is, is it's not, I mean, it's not hard as, as a sole author um, writing a book by yourself is that, it, yeah, it's hard, but you got to keep pushing out there. You got to keep marketing yourself. You got to, there's a lot yeah. of work behind it that you got to do. And, and just sharing, you know, everything about your book out there. So I'm not saying that to say that, oh, because I didn't do this, this is why. But it's just one of those things to do that when you're trying to do that. But I did author another book, mm-hmm. which was an anthology. Yep. Um, and that for sure made Amazon's bestseller. So I still can be considered best-selling author, right? Yes, exactly. Um, because of the first publication. <laughs> and then the same thing. And share my story. The only thing about the anthology is that it was written with other amazing women who were sharing stories about their challenges. And then I was also sharing my story about my challenge as a mother from my standpoint uh, versus William is Artistic, where, of course, it is a children's an inclusive children's book. Um, It's it's written in a form of a poem as well. And Mm -hmm. it's for you know, not necessarily specific to that, to the disability community, but it's an inclusive book where everyone can really enjoy learning and hearing from a child who is on the spectrum and his love of art. So, yeah. So I'm super proud of it. I I do want to do more with it. Mm -hmm. I I just don't know um, where I'm going to go with it. So I'm going to put it on pause for now. Um, but I do want to do more. Do you want to do more writing or write more yes. children's books? Yes, I've already started. Um, I, I, me and my brother, we definitely want to put out another book out there, which is going to be really, really good. I don't want to put it out there just yet about what it's about because I don't want anybody to steal our, our ideas. Right. But um, yeah, I'm just waiting on my brother to come through. And, you know, he um, he just went to work out in, I think, Italy or somewhere. So really? I, yeah, yeah, and me and my brother, we got some other projects going on that we're trying to get up and running. It's not like we we have a um a, a TV series that he wrote up mm-hmm. that we want to get get put out there. So we are just we're working on that plus the other book, and um we're trying to get these things going. So we'll see. He'll be back in a few months, but in the meantime. Me and him are working on getting a uh, house out here so we can Airbnb it out and doing the tour thing together as well. Look so, at y'all. Look yeah. at y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Generational wealth right yes. there. Fuck you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. We trying, we trying to get to the money, I'm telling yes. you. Yes. <laughs> and I love, I love that you're doing it with family, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing that I would encourage us to do is that I do, I do think in some businesses you don't want to mix businesses with friends or businesses businesses with families but when it works and you guys have that that understanding and you know everybody is doing their part and they're committed to the business it For works because sure. i've seen it with you and your brother it works yeah you know yeah yeah so that's so so amazing uh, oh let me let me say something about um working with friends and stuff like that like I, it, it's 
sometimes it's a good idea. Sometimes it's a bad idea. All, all I want to put out there is for you to upgrade your so, social circle. Um, mm-hmm. You you definitely want to be around people that are business minded if you want to start a business. Um, I hang with a whole bunch of different people. And I swear on everything I love, these people be feeding me little tidbits. And that's how I'm able to navigate around a lot of stuff that I'm doing because I hang with these people. I talk to them. They give me all this information. You can't just be hanging around with your social circle. You got to upgrade your social circle and and hang with people that are business minded or that can give you certain tips or tidbits or whatever on how to run a business, how to do certain things. Like I got people give me information about government contracting and look at look on TikTok, Instagram, like there's there's so much information out there. You just have to learn to go out there and, and get it. What's right. that? Uh, what's that thing on the iPhone? The uh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yes, Clubhouse. Be putting out information out there mm-hmm. too. So that could be your social circle, not not your immediate social circle, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's where you get information from. But right. at the same time, if you want to make real money, you you can have your friends, your your bummy ass friends, or whatever you want to call them. But you want to upgrade your social circle for real because those are the people that are going to teach you this information. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to get this info from. Right. Right. And and I agree with that, that upgrade your social circle, because uh, if you're not aligned with people who are speaking things to you, supporting you um, and, and not just oh, in, in a way in monetary ways or anything like that, but just supporting what motivating. it is that you're doing. Yes. Motivating you. Um, when, when you're having a hard time and they not encouraging you to keep going or anything like that, I just would advise you to just really kind of like look at what, what you're doing and, and who you're connecting yourself to or aligning yourself to. Because sometimes the people that even the ones that you've known the longest are some, sometimes the enemy, you know, so just be very, you know, careful about who you're surrounding yourself by. Because if you want to grow in a certain way, you want to grow with people that are going to encourage you and push you to grow, you know, not people are going to keep you stagnant or, you know, when you're sharing a hard time, they, it's all about, you know, they don't share a hard time because it's about them. So be very, like to said, be very careful, upgrade your circle, social circle, like be around people who are encouraging. Yes, we go through hard stuff, but go be around people who that are pushing you to, uh, to get to where you want to go, you know, whether it's in business or like with toot and I you know as authors whatever it is have those people like I call them my destiny helpers like to help you get to destiny helpers oh shit you know you one of my destiny helpers <laughs> that's what know? I'm talking about <laughs> yes you don't remember we I, I actually got this word so I actually got this word from um one of my friends her and I we were deployed together uh-huh. and I got to meet her mother who's who my mom and her share the same name Jackie Mm-hmm. And when I heard her say destiny helpers, I was like, I'm not that I can point it, but I was like, that's, that's, that's what it is. Y'all, y'all my destiny helpers. Y'all are folks that I go to that are help, you know, helping me or encouraging me and pushing me through y'all helping me get to my destiny. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You so. always got these different like sayings for your, your circle, like your, your prayer warriors. Yes. Yeah. Like you always come up with the best. Well, it's not that you come up with it, but you always, when I, whenever I hear you say it, that's my first time hearing it. Like your sister in love or your, your bonus son or whatever, like you be coming with the, 
the the lyrics. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, when I hear them, I coin them like, oh, yeah. Oh, what what that mean? And I, I lock into it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I that's that's what's up. You know, I like that. I like that. So I it sticks with me. You know, and and it has a, a true meaning behind it, especially when you're looking at or or hearing the word destiny. Um, yeah. I like the fact that you know it, that she said destiny helpers. I'm like, man, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. So, so. yeah. So I know we, you know, coming up on our time too. Yeah. So any, let me ask you this, or not necessarily just ask, but I want you to share probably two good recommendations: one from your authorship, and then one from your entrepreneurship. Um, two things or two recommendations that you would recommend folks to do or to be careful of, whatever it is when it comes to either buying Black, supporting Black businesses, or even starting their own business themselves, if that's Um, not too much to ask for. No, no, you're good. Um, I just want to say be okay with putting yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's really when you find what you're capable of doing. Uh, because you find that you're capable of doing things that you never thought of mm-hmm. or thought you were capable of doing and it it becomes you it becomes a part of you you know what i'm saying like the next time you do it you're comfortable with doing it so just be okay with putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. i've had those moments you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um where i would doubt myself like you know, like i can't do this or whatever and then i would just flat out fucking do it and be like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I don't even care. But then mm-hmm. it'll happen and it's like, okay, Tutu did that. Right, right. Okay, I'm proud of you, bitch. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, um, uh, I would say you have time. Um, if you want to run a business, you have the time. There are 24 hours in a day and they seem like they run past really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But get off your phone, get off of TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want, checking all those messages or whatever. Put your phone to the side. Your your priorities may be fucked up, but you have the time to get something started. If you if you want to take 30 minutes of your day to do a little bit of something just to get to where you want to get to, mm-hmm. take that time and do it. Right. That's it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Those are I appreciate it. I mean, that's 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 what it is. Like just just take the time. It's it's a lot. It is a lot. Nobody said it was easy, but the outcome itself is so rewarding. Like, how do you feel like like when I hear you say businesses, how do you feel to be able to say that too? <laughs> I I really have a hard time um commending myself. So I there I, I have my moments where it's just like yeah like toot you really 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 did that like you got all this going on but I um I when I say it it's just like nothing it's like whatever okay mm-hmm. but right. I, I I think once it's like once I'm making more money once I'm at that millionaire status I think that's when it's gonna hit like yeah like you really you really came through and fucked shit up. Right, right. Well, give yourself your flowers. Be okay with saying that, even if you're not sitting at a milli. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. the fact that you did the work, 
Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying it's just because I'm I'm your best friend. I'll tell this to anybody because the fact that you actually did the work and took the time and effort to create a business to help someone else out or to help a plethora of people out or to provide a service, whatever it is, yes. give yourself your flowers now. Even okay. if you made one dollar for your business, yeah, be okay with that. You know okay, so like, I, that's, I that's am where you gotta go. Don't wait till millionaire status. Because that's that could you never know how long that's gonna take. Just be just you know, honor yourself and reward yourself now. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm gonna do that for myself. I I, I wrote the best selling book on Amazon. Come on me, now. And, me and my brother. Come on now. And and I'm helping other people with writing their book. I had a friend, uh, she came out with a book, What Are You Book? Um oh, she shout out she, to her. She she needed my help because she wanted to write this book and it is a, an amazing an amazing book and she got best selling author on Amazon as well. What congratulations! Yes, so so I'm gonna give myself flowers for being able to help other people out and anybody else like if y'all want help come to me come to Nelly like I don't mind helping anybody because I want to see everybody win exactly you exactly. just gotta do the work yes. I'm, I'm, I agree. I agree because like, even when I, I share information, when it comes to creating a nonprofit, that's a business. Yes. Um, and people Hell don't yeah. know um, that, that people don't normally align it with the business, but there's a lot of work that goes into creating a nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes more work because you got to go through your state and then you got to go through the IRS just to get your incorporation. Um, meaning your 501c3 status but yeah. it's a lot of work into it so like that's this it, it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of time so yeah yeah all right what about you what what, what tidbits you got for everybody man I'm gonna just piggyback on on some of the things you said like I think you said a mouthful and you said a lot is just you know take the time to do it don't don't rush your work because then the outcome is is not going to look like what you what you desired it to look like, um, even if it's taking you longer than expected, be okay with that. Um, and it just it's not an overnight process because you don't want an overnight business because as quick as you you found it, you're as quick as you can lose it. So right. take the time to do even some of the smallest, the most minute things within your business so it can you know be successful by your terms, by your definition of what you deem as success. So take the time to do the work so you can produce an amazing business that, you know, like with Toot and what she's doing, setting up her for her families, that for generations and generations to come, that they can grow and prosper off of that business. So um, one thing I want to add on to that um, from, from my own standpoint is that, and because I'm very spiritual when I'm, when I'm creating, um, and I, I always go to God for everything to push myself out because if it's not from him, then I'm just like, uh, maybe it's not for me. Um, yeah. Nelly, my prayer warrior, prayer warrior guys. Like if I need a prayer from anybody, that's who I go to her or my sister. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, is that anything with God? there's no plan B and me and my me and my oldest sister we were going back and forth yeah. going back and forth and I had to really help her understand that yeah. because of the faith that I have in God 
Yeah. I don't I don't plan to to have a plan B. Okay. Because plan A it. and because I prayed on this and I know where God wants me to go with something in my plan A, establish your plan A. And even in your plan A, it does not mean that there's not mistakes that's not going to be made, that there's not going to be things that are hard, that you can't modify your plan A and still be in your plan A, but you're not planning to have a plan B. It's you're planning to establish your plan A and to move forward with that. So mm-hmm. that is one thing I want people to, to to take with them or what I use for myself is that I don't want to do the work to plan a plan B. I right. don't. Why? That's just more work. I want to do the work for my plan A and to go forward <laughs> with it and be okay with, <clears throat> maybe I need to take this out. Maybe I need to change this, modify yes. this, but still be on my plan A. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I want feel to share. It. I feel that like, that <laughs> like, that's dope. That's dope. Like, he gave you your plan. He wants you to execute it. So do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel that. That that obedience and that faith. That obedience yes. and that faith. So Mm-mm. we are going to be ending it soon. Well, now. Actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, too, it is so good to be back, man. I know. I feel the same way. Yes. So, so good to be back. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so we know, you know, the, the first show coming out is a little bit longer than normal, but it's just we had so much that we wanted to give and to share mm-hmm. an episode with you guys about, you know, authorship and Black entrepreneurship and just sharing our experiences and our stories. So we just had so much. And then of course we had to catch up and we had to yes. catch you guys up too. So mm-hmm. we hope like everything that you enjoyed, you know, our first episode going into season two. Yes. So, yes. Yes. I hope y'all stick with us because we got some great stuff coming up. I got Booby and Sean, my kids. Ooh, yes. They coming on a on an episode with us. I got some other friends coming yes, on. Yes, we got we two of our besties. Stuff. Yes, yes, hell yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a really dope season this yes. season. Yes. Oh, um, and, my, and somebody else, my man. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mario coming on the show, y'all. <laughs> y'all gotta stay tuned for that. Yes. <laughs> so we will uh be talking to y'all soon. We appreciate y'all for tuning in, staying loyal to the TNN fam. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, TNN fam. Yes. I appreciate y'all. And we will be talking to y'all soon. Yes. Catch on the next one. Yes. Take care. Thank you for joining the Tube Now Show. Just one more thing before we let you go. You can find us on Instagram at Tube Now Podcast. Tell your fam and friends they better download fast. Stay tuned for the hottest topics and the latest news in our show. Yeah, oh, oh.